Super Talk Mississippi media production. Find your new ride at Kia McCombs all-new location at the corner of I-55 and Highway 98. Come find out why McComb loves Kia McComb at the corner of I-55 and Highway 98. Right on the corner, right on the price. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way, Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Putting our differences to the side and talking about something we all love. In our old man river, lavish lakes and streams, pines full of the wildest life and possibilities. I said, one Mississippi, there's a magnolia. It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. From the Foundation Studio right here on Valexi's Back Bay, I want to welcome you to Super Talk Outdoors where we celebrate every single Monday at lunchtime the world-class outdoors of the state of Mississippi. Because as I say every week, we are the capital of the outdoors in America. I want to thank you for joining us on the powerful Super Talk Mississippi Radio Network or on Super Talk TV at Seaspire TV. Or you might be watching the show on YouTube or Facebook or even listening on your favorite podcast. If that's the case, it's August the 28th, 2023. Hey, look, tomorrow is the 18th anniversary of Hurricane Katrina. Man, man, time has really flown. And uh, we're... Well, we're celebrating, not celebrating, but I guess looking back on uh, the anniversary as we all watch a tropical system, a, a very significant tropical system that's forming in the Western Caribbean and the Southern Gulf of Mexico. It's always scary to Mississippians when a storm gets into the Gulf, but in this case, it's headed to Florida. And they anticipate that by the time it gets to make landfall, it's going to be a major hurricane. So it's going to have significant impacts on Florida. Um, so our thoughts and prayers are with our friends there. And if you think about the challenges that they're going to have, man, Mississippians know all too well. Again, 18 years ago, it's hard to, hard to get that in your head. For those of us who actually experienced Hurricane Katrina, it seems like yesterday, doesn't it? Um, I was honored to be the, the president publisher of the Sun-Herald back when Katrina hit. And uh, we were honored with a Pulitzer Prize, the top award in journalism for the work that we did covering that worst natural natural disaster in American history. I also had the opportunity to work really closely with Governor Haley Barber. What an incredible leader he was. Um, I was a, reco- a, uh, a vice chairman of the tourism effort, the recovery effort, and um, and we we had we had so much to do as you can imagine, as you know. And then later, I had the opportunity to work with Governor Barber on his book, America's Great Storm, leading through Hurricane Katrina. I'm holding it up here for the hur- for the uh, YouTube and Facebook and Super Talk TV audience. But it's a it's a great book that talks a lot about the resiliency of Mississippians and the leadership in the wake of this disaster, which really is a model for the rest of the country. Uh, what an experience that was. Again, 18 years. It's hard hard to get that in your head. I retired back in 2016, and uh, in 2020, I, I had the opportunity to, to join Super Talk, and I, I still consider myself semi-retired. Super Talk Outdoors and my other show, the Ricky Matthews Show, is a way for me to stay engaged and a way to, to give back. And uh, like I say, say every Monday on this show, I'm really honored to be here. Someone asked me the other day, and, uh, and for those of you who may be wondering, what makes SuperTalk so effective? Well, as a former media executive, you know, I, you can imagine I have a point of view about that. But 
uh, Supertalk Mississippi Media, which is the parent company for Supertalk, is really a very unique company in America. Uh, I've always been curious about how the, the uh, digital world was actually impacting the, the radio industry. And what I've learned since joining Supertalk, that, that companies like Supertalk, and there aren't many of them, are doing very well because they don't see themselves as just a radio company. They see themselves as a multimedia company. While other radio companies really across the United States are getting gobbled up by these big conglomerates. Um, what Supertalk has done is actually double down on being local. Uh, the Supertalk Mississippi Radio uh, uh, Network, for example, is very unique in America with 12 radio stations that are strategically and geographically located across the state. And then on top of that, they have 14 other radio stations that are of various music genres that are part of Supertalk Mississippi Media. So when uh, so when there's news that may, that's made, like, for example, news that is developed by Supertalk Mississippi News, that effort goes to not only the 26 radio stations that are part of Supertalk Mississippi Media, but it also goes to an additional 25 radio stations on top of that. So that's 51 radio stations that are part of the Supertalk News effort. So, for example, when news happens on Supertalk Outdoors, like the effort, uh, to our effort to stop, the sale and, and transfer of white-tailed deer in Mississippi. News director J.T. Mitchell and his team listen carefully to this show for news stories like that one. And then that news uh, is quickly uh, blanketed across the entire state of Mississippi. That's one of the reasons why uh, legislators and committee chairmen and state leaders and conservation leaders and Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks uh, commissioners and employees and you listen to the show because we make a difference. I mean, really, that's an incredible business model. And, uh, and, it's, and Supertalk is hitting on a bunch of cylinders. By the way, if you haven't already, you should go to supertalk.fm and download the Supertalk app. Uh, see for yourself the incredible news effort that, that Supertalk has built. You can also listen to our shows at the app or at supertalk.fm. These are really great tools. Add to that Supertalk TV at Seaspire TV, which I say every week, and then YouTube and Facebook and your favorite podcasts where you can watch or listen to the shows, and it's really a killer business model. And then uh, I should also add, add to that STMM Digital, which is the best-in-class digital advertising and marketing division of the company, and you get the idea that, that company owner Steve Davenport and President Kim D Dillon have created a company that is built to last really has. So that's why Supertalk Mississippi is so effective. It is a force to be reckoned with. By the way, the views on my show are mine, not those of the foundation when it comes to the outdoors and outdoors issues. You can count on me to say what needs to be said, and I'm, I'm really honored to be here. Uh, listen, uh, I want to pay my respects to Representative Matt Huddleston, who passed away. Um, this is a tweet from uh, Lieutenant Governor Delbert Hoseman. He said, Mac Huddleston was an exemplary, was exemplary in every aspect as a decorated war hero, uh, trusted legislator, veterinarian, and family man, scrupulously honest and straightforward. Uh, Mac H Huddleston was a friend and will be missed. Lynn and I are, are, are uh, in the prayers for his family. So, uh, yes, I'm really unfortunate, and, uh, and our, our thoughts and prayers go to his family. So now let's move on to my first guest, uh, kind of a regular here on Super Talk Outdoors, my friend Ryan uh, Jones, who is a fisheries uh, bureau assistant director and someone who we really enjoy talking to about fisheries. How you doing, my friend? Doing well. How about yourself, Rick? 
I'm doing really good. Hey, listen, before we chatted on the uh, on the air, we, we had a quick discussion about how recently you hit a piece of metal or something in the in the highway and blew two tires out and put a hole in your oil pan. And I just want to say, man, I'm glad your your family's okay. That's right. Yeah, we were we were down in the middle of uh, nowhere on Highway 98, and so we they just poured all of the uh, motor oil out on the side of the roads. So we had to turn off the vehicle and just go sit in the shade on the side of the road till we could get somebody to get the vehicle back to Hattiesburg. <laughs> and it was hot, wasn't it, my friend? It was hot. It was hot. Yeah, we hit a record down here on the coast, uh, qu- quite a number of degrees higher than the, than, the, than the existing record over the weekend. And then we got some rain, thank God. Rain pretty heavy yesterday afternoon. And then we had huge thunderstorms offshore today, and some of those kind of lingered into Biloxi. It wasn't heavy, but we got a nice steady sprinkle. I tell you, it's great to see that this time of year. As long, I'm okay with a little bit of rain, a little bit of thunderstorm. I don't like lightning. But I hate hurricanes, and let's let's pray that the next two months we don't face what Florida's about to face. Man, I feel for those people, don't you? Absolutely, absolutely, it's tough. So, so Ryan, you know, in your responsibilities for fisheries, really across the state, when you think about heat, heat can play havoc on ponds and and water sources across the state, can it? That's right. It can create, you know, very stressful conditions for fish, especially late summer. I like that. Just the physical properties of water. When when water is a lot warmer, it doesn't hold as much oxygen in it, uh, dissolved in it. So, uh, you know, when it gets the hotter it gets, the more stressful it gets because it's just not as much oxygen uh, for fish to pull out of the water. And when that happens, you have fish kills. That's right. And that's a possibility too. You know, we've had a long time through August where we don't have. Uh, any rain and, and ponds here in Mississippi uh, do something called stratify. Uh, so it's basically two different layers of water uh, sitting on top of each other uh, where it could be a, a, a cold lower layer that, that can either have no oxygen or little oxygen. And then the upper layer uh, will be warmer but will actually have oxygen. But what happens is when those two uh, layers mix, uh, there's not enough oxygen to support life, and you can, and it can result in, in fish kills oftentimes this time of year. And like you said, those hurricanes, uh, you know, these, these, these big rains that we have after having no rain for a long period of time can cause those turnover events, you know, where you'll, you'll lose some fish in your fish population there. Well, I can I can only imagine. So, so when you uh, when you kind of put your radar out over the state of Mississippi, are you hearing many reports of fish kills? Yeah, this time of year is pretty uh, pretty common uh, for for small impoundments to have have fish kill. You know, the the more deep water you have, the more susceptible you are to that turnover because you just have that larger area uh, down there that that can uh, that will just have low oxygen. You know, um, and result in in reducing the overall oxygen if it does mix uh you know so there's some other uh reasons uh, for fish kills as well like in the springtime if we get a lot of water exchange uh fish uh have to regulate uh their their bodies so that they can breed so if you get a lot of water exchange coming it changes the chemical properties of that water uh you know to breathe they have to uh, continue to regulate that, and and so they can get stressed, uh, and and it can result in a fish kill as well. So when we come back on the other side. We'll- Hi, I'm Thomas Trammell, owner of Family Termite and Environment. 
We're a family-owned and operated business, and we care about our customers and treat them like family. In Mississippi, we have all four seasons and every weather condition, sometimes all on the same day. Environmental changes attract different types of household pests to our homes. No matter what type of pest you're dealing with, Family Termite is here to answer your questions and help find a solution. Call us for all your pest and termite control needs. That's Family Termite at 601-933-1014. This is Sid Scarborough, candidate for Rankin County Supervisor District 1. As a Christian, husband, father, and lifelong entrepreneur, I know how tough it can be to make ends meet these days. As your next supervisor, know that on day one, I have the experience to get things done. I'm not a politician, but I would consider it an honor to serve my community on the board. Pearl, Richland, Florence, and South Rankin County, tomorrow, August 29th. Please vote for me, Sid Scarborough, as your next supervisor. Paid for by Sid Scarborough. Are you looking for this? Or maybe you could use a little more of that? Oh, wow. Now this looks amazing. At Corner Market, we're proud to offer everything from certified Angus beef to local produce and more. When you visit us, you're sure to find a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Curated just for you. Variety is just one more thing that makes Corner Market a special place to shop. Find your store at cornermarketms.com. If you're feeling anxious about your investments with all the economic volatility and chaos in Washington, tune in to Super Talk Jackson on Wednesdays from 9 to 10 a.m. and Sundays from 8.30 to 9.30 a.m. for Element Wealth Radio with Jeremy Nelson. Learn more at myelementwealth.com. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. You asked for it, and it's back exclusively from AgUp Equipment. A free rotary cutter. That's right. For a limited time, get a free rotary cutter with the purchase of any 3D or 3E John Deere compact tractor from AgUp Equipment. Plus, 0% for 84 months financing. Browse online at agup.com. Offer ends 10-27-23. Some restrictions apply. Subject to approved credit with John Deere Financial. See dealer for details. Are you a hard worker? Are you dependable? Do you have a good attitude? Do you want to be part of a team? If so, the Black Label Bridge Builders at Key Constructors offers lead men and women purpose-driven career opportunities with on-the-job and outside training, leadership development, and benefits. To learn more about what it takes to be a Black Label Bridge Builder, please visit Key's website at keyconstructors.com. Please also follow at Key Constructors on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to see regular updates on the Black Label Bridge Builders. Gallo here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Leading the conversation on Mississippi's outdoors. It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi. As we listen to my friend Steve Azar, One Mississippi, the theme song for Super Talk Outdoors and the new state song for Mississippi. Steve is such a, an amazing guy. What a, what a, what a dude. I had Marty Stewart on my other show, the Ricky Matthews show the other day and, and he couldn't say enough good things about Steve. He said he's never met a nicer guy. I, by the way, I've never met a nicer guy than Steve and Marty Stewart. What a, what a thrill it was to spend some time with him. We've got Ryan Jones, who's with Fisheries Bureau as part of the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. And when we went to break, we're talking about how 
when you have a lot of heat and not a lot of rain, then there's a stratification that happens in the water. We're going to talk a little bit about maybe some things you can do to stop that. And also, if you do get a fish kill, what do you do? But, Brian, what else do you want to say sort of about the stratification of water? Well, uh, well we were touching on the high water like in the spring, which uh, really uh, is, is a source of a fish kill that's not associated with with stratification it's just when you get so much water over and over and over again from those heavy spring rains it changes that water chemistry over again and again and those fish have to regulate their bodies so they can breathe and sometimes they end up not producing as much mucus or that slime coat that they have uh, when they're getting ready to spawn or something like that and and so as soon as that happens they start getting bacterial infections and and you can see some fish kills associated with that another Another thing we'll see, uh, you know, later in the year is, is cyanobacteria, so the blue-green algae, algae kills. A lot of times, if you have a lot of nutrients coming in, you'll see you'll see uh, blue blue-green algae uh, blooms, and and what happens is those individual blue-green algae cells, when they when they die and break open, there's toxic uh, there's toxicity in there, and and so if they all died a lot at the same time, you can see some fish dying for that reason. Uh, a lesser known uh, cause would be chemicals. You know, typically that's that's not. Uh, seen to be honest uh, a lot of times people will spray fit, uh, weeds or something on their shoreline and they think the chemical may have killed them uh, but as if they did at this time of year and you and you treat so many weeds at one time those weeds actually break down a lot of uh, bacteria use oxygen in in the process of decomposition uh, and and you can result in a fish kill and low dissolved oxygen associated with that as well right I've got a friend of mine who has a bunch of cattle they're in Stone County, and they also have a lot of pines nearby. So if you go a long stretch without without rain, and then suddenly it rains, because you've pointed out before that having pines near a pond or a lake can really create some needs in that lake from a, from a nutrition point of view. But if you suddenly get a lot of rain, and whatever is on the ground from the cattle, and then, of course, the, the pines, and that suddenly flows into the lake, uh, how big of a problem is that? I tell you, one, one of the bigger uh, issues is, uh, is these cow ponds that have that, uh, around these pastures where people scatter the chicken litter, you know, and they're trying to grow the grass for their cows. But when we have big rains and it flushes it in into uh, their uh, little watering hole for the cows, it'll it'll uh, actually get so nutrient rich that you have those cyanobacteria blooms and and results in fish kill when it all kind of blows over in one corner. Uh, so oftentimes it's just too much nutrients. Uh, hey, what can you do about let's just, on that one particularly? What can you do about it? So aerating is is your best bet. You know, um, is just to keep those keep it mixed all the time. You don't ever allow it to stratify, uh, and and that will uh, you know create more habitat for those fish to use instead of having to use this this one little layer of the water body. Uh, they can use their their entire the entire uh, water column there uh, uh, to survive through this this stressful period. And then, uh, as you and I discussed before, when you have a situation like I was just describing around, you know, having pines nearby or cattle or whatever, is there a role, you know, when you test the water? Certainly, there's a role for lime 
maybe I, you probably don't want to put more fertilizer in a situation like that. But what do you what would you find in a pond like that that you would need to do to to get it right in terms of balance? It's typically nutrient related, you know. So discontinuing your fertilization program is really number one, or trying to reduce. Um, the input of, of nutrients is always going to be your first your first go to. But if it happens, you know you can always uh, contact us. We provide technical guidance for these circumstances, and so just kind of try to get an idea of the different types of uh, the different species of fish: was bass, brim, and catfish. Are they uh, small fish? Are they big fish? And like just an estimated uh, number of fish to provide. You know, our field biologists with a little bit more information to help you out. Uh, a lot of times it's the larger individuals that, that uh, will suffer during this period because they need more oxygen. And so you'll be left with still some younger fish that can just grow back out. It's not uh, the end of the world. It just may back you up. You may lose some, some advanced size fish, you know, so, but it'll come back. You know, so if someone it, has a fish kill, you know, walk out to their prize lake or pond and suddenly they've got dead fish floating on top what do they do what do they do about that like i said uh you if you can get them out you know get them out because the more um organic material is decomposing in there the worse the problem can get you know so kind of getting them out uh and try to just try to bury them somewhere so it doesn't smell up everything um but you know like i said the aerator is a good preventer uh, and then outside of that, you just want to kind of figure out how many did you lose? Is it necessary to restock or not? And our, our field biologists can help with that kind of thing. You get a lot of calls this time of year? I do. I mean, fish kills are, are very prevalent, uh, really July uh, through September. Yeah, well, that's, that's that's so interesting. So, hey, what are you up to these days besides uh, dealing with the issue we're talking about? What's what's life like at the, at the Fishery Bureau? Well, I'm, I got to catch up because I've been in Colorado for the last week trying to learn how to manage federal aid grants. <laughs> so uh, I've been trying to wrap my head around the grants world. And and so uh, when we get through with the show, I got to go back over there and, and see what all I've missed out on. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you, so you've got field duties that you have this, you know, as part of your deal. You got some administrative duties that you have as well, don't you? I'm more administrative now uh, since uh, in July is when I started as assistant director. Uh, so I'm more managing bureau operations and, and uh, coordinating the federal aid aspect. How, of the how often are you able to get out in the field? Uh, I would like to. I haven't been getting in the field a whole lot. Uh, I would like to get in there, you know, once a month or something like that. But we're... It's uh, it's it's super busy here at headquarters and and keeping the train on track. So, uh, I got at this point in time, I got to let my field guys handle the field. <laughs> well, I tell you, I've had the opportunity to meet many of them here on this show. You, you've got a great team around you, don't you? Absolutely, for sure. So, uh, you know, what, what 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 when you look at your team, besides their dedication, the fact that they're really well trained, what what's what's the magic that makes it all come together? Yeah, I mean, it's just the passion for the outdoors that they have, you know. So, uh, you know, all of them kind of grew up like me utilizing the resource. And so, you know, they they all want to see everybody have that same opportunity they have, you know. So I think that's what makes it tick, to be honest. Ryan, as we, as we approach uh, the, the opening of dust season, is this something that you'll be taking advantage of? Yeah, I hope to, I hope to get out there with my boy. I know we got... 
we're going to have to figure out the schedules with all the all the ball. You know, it's like it's opening day. Why are we playing so much ball on opening day? You know, uh, but we're, we're going to try to make that happen. Hopefully, we're still waiting on some schedules to come in. Hey, I did that for I did that for a lot of years, man. Woo! I missed out on a, a, you know many, 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 many. I had three kids, and they were in baseball and soccer, and you you That's know right. you name it. You know how it goes. I got three all boys. All the youngest, um, the youngest is uh, four, and and I'm going to be coaching him his, his first practices this evening. Yeah, so I got a uh, we got a full slate: baseball and soccer, and and a little beehive ball coming up soon. <laughs> well, listen, our dove field, our dove field up in the Delta is um, on where several several thousand acres of corn was planted. And then in the middle of it, there he planted some some uh, sunflower seeds, and uh, sunflowers are growing just incredibly well. And I got a video yesterday. In fact, I got a video yesterday, and I've never seen so many dove flying in this field. It's just incredible. So hopefully, it's it's going to be a good hunt. And uh, you know, hearing good reports across the state, but. You know, that's, that's, a, that's such a wonderful social. You know, I talk a lot of times about, about duck hunting being this great social sport, but, but dove hunting is sort of the ultimate uh, social sport, isn't it? That's right. And that, and that was my favorite, you know, growing up. And so, obviously, anybody listening and has a, a young young boy or, or girl out there, uh, get them out there in the field and let them, let them try it, man, because uh, I know that was my favorite uh, when I was growing up is, is dove hunting. So, uh, you know, I hope everybody, um, you know, takes time to get the youth out there and, and get them started. It was my favorite, too, with the 870 Wingmaster. And uh, <laughs> we spent, we, we actually, we drive from the coast up to West Point. That's that's one of the areas we, we like to dove hunt. Long drive, but, man, so many great memories from that. And I know you've got great memories, too. And you're right. That's right. <clears throat> great way to get kids out. <clears throat> Excuse me. Get kids out in the outdoors. But anyway, Ryan, it's been a pleasure catching up with you, my friend. Yeah, good to see you, Ricky. You bet. This has been uh, Ryan Jones from the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. And when we come back on the other side, we'll continue our conversation. We'll see you after this. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 60% chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 94. Tonight, a 50-50 shot of the wet stuff, partly cloudy, low around 72. Your Tuesday, a 40% chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 90 degrees. And for your Wednesday, a slight chance of rain, sunny skies, high near 91. This weather service of Gaddis McLaren in downtown Bolton. It's the hunting appreciation event September 7th through the 9th with deals on seed, fertilizer, and much, much more. Gaddis McLaren in downtown Bolton. A Complete Flag Source is proud to announce that Mississippi has a new state flag. We are taking orders now for all sizes of the newly designed State of Mississippi flag. Flags are in production, and soon you can be flying one at your home, school, or business. Place your order by emailing at sales at completeflags.com, calling our store at 601-362-9333, or finding us on the web at completeflags.com. Have you paid a visit to our store? A Complete Flag Source is located at 5295. 
I-55 North Jackson. Too far to visit? Give us a call at 601-362-9333 with your order or questions. Thank you for shopping local and supporting a Mississippi-owned business. Football season is here, and Jersey Mike's in Madison would like to celebrate with you. From hand-sliced cold cuts to mouth-watering cheesesteaks made to order with gluten-free and veggie options, too. Stop in and see why we're a sub above the rest. To celebrate the season, we invite all Madison Central Jag students to come by the Madison store and receive 15% off on Mondays and Tuesdays from 5 to 7 p.m. Choose the winning team with Jersey Mike's Madison, and now with locations in Flowood and Gluckstadt, too. Hi, this is Keith Halsey with Halsey Insurance. As your local independent insurance agency, we guarantee fast answers and friendly service. When you have questions, we're here with answers you can trust. Our specialty is home, auto, life, and all types of business insurance. Partnering with the top insurance carriers, let us shop your insurance and do the heavy lifting. We'll find you the best coverages with the lowest rates. Call 601-856-7707 or halseyinsurance.com. That's H-A-W-S-E-Y Insurance. Hey everyone, Gerard Gibbard, and it is hot. This heat blazing down on your vehicle is no joke. Keep it protected from damaging UV rays with the System X Ceramic Protection Max Coating at Legacy Garage. Not only will it protect from the sun, it will also keep your vehicle protected from road grime, bug debris, and more. Get the ultimate protection for your car, truck, boat, or recreation vehicle. Only trust the experts at Legacy Garage. Check them out on social media. I'm JT Mitchell, and you're listening to Super Talk, Mississippi News. Mullen Automotive has now kick-started operations at its Tunica plant. The California-based company is launching a new class of electric trucks they're calling the Mullen 3. According to a release, Mullen plans to manufacture at least 6,000 of the low-cab EV trucks each year, with the first customer deliveries set for the coming days. And Mississippi's primary elections are set to take place on Tuesday, with polls opening at 7 a.m. and closing at 7 p.m. Secretary of State Michael Watson is encouraging everyone to get out and vote. Yeah, look, I just want to make sure all Mississippians have their voices heard. Uh, we oftentimes talk about the folks who gave all they had uh, to give us that freedom, so we want to make sure that they are honored and their sacrifices is honored. So make sure you get out and vote for them, but also to have your voices heard. For polling locations, sample ballots, and more, go to Super talk.fm your news your talk your weather and your sports all in one place supertalk.fm every show every podcast and every leak breaking story all in one place supertalk.fm tune in to middays with gerard gibbert each weekday live from the element wealth studios is retirement on your mind do you have a plan go to myelementwealth.com to find your balance between income growth and guarantees What do members of the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation look like? We have members from every corner of Mississippi from all walks of life. All over the state, we see two types of memberships, active members of the farming community and associate members who utilize Farm Bureau services like insurance. All memberships support Mississippi agriculture. When Mississippi farmers thrive, we all thrive. You can bet the farm on it. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, visit us online at msfb.org. You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. 
What if the online information about your business is incorrect or even worse, not very flattering? If your online presence isn't great, you may be losing customers. STMM Digital's trusted and highly trained team is the answer. We're ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors. Listen, during the break, I, I pulled up the Weather Channel, and they're wall to wall now on Adelia as that storm comes together. The storm I talked about at the beginning of the show, but you know, all the all the experts believe the National Hurricane Center in particular that it's going to be a major hurricane when it makes landfall in Florida. And uh, boy, I tell you what, it's, it's an interesting feeling you have, given that the uh, the twenty the eighteenth anniversary of Katrina is tomorrow. And here we are watching the storm enter the Gulf. It's a very, very different feeling when that storm's going to Florida as opposed to when that storm's headed to you. Because when you, especially when you live on the water, you got to get boats out of the water. You got to prepare piers. You got, gosh, there's so much work to do. It's like you go into this fight or flight syndrome and it's just pure preparation. And, and then of course there's the aftermath and all of that, man. I mean, it's, I didn't wish it. I don't wish that on anyone. But, uh, boy, my thoughts and prayers are with the people of Florida as this thing barrels uh, toward the coast of Florida. And uh, let's hope, man, let's hope that it doesn't hit Tampa or that Tampa doesn't get extreme t- uh, storm surge. Because, as I said on my show on the coast, uh, the Ricky Matthews show, the thing I worry most about is when something hits a major metropolitan area like Tampa, it, it has a tremendous reverberating impact on the insurance markets across America. It really does. Very, very significant. But it's a little spooky watching the Weather Channel go wall to wall on a storm. Mm-mm-mm. Okay, now let's shift gears and move over to my friend Major Chris Clark. And uh, we've had uh, we've had him on the show before, back in June. In fact, we talked about Operation Dry Water and some other stuff as well. But before we go any further, let me just uh, check with uh, Chris and see how you doing, my friend. Doing good. Doing yeah, good. Where are you sitting today? At Central Region Office at Turcotte. How you been? What's going on in your life these days? Well, we've been busy. Uh, got boating season kind of wrapping up a little bit. You know, it still goes on as warm as it is, but got dove season coming up and, and a lot of hunter education classes that we're teaching and getting ready. Yeah, we we Ryan and Jones and I were just talking about uh, the the dove season coming. I got a video from from a friend of mine showing. I mean, we where we where the dove field is. It's on a power line where they planted sunflower seeds, and they there was several probably thousand acres of corn that had just recently been harvested. And the number of dove in the video that I saw, holy mackerel, man! It was just incredible. But It'll be interesting to see how the season is. I know that probably some people, they didn't have irrigation. They had trouble getting a, a, a field to grow. But are you getting any reports? Uh, a lot of people, just like you said, are cutting their crops. So a lot of guys are seeing doves. Uh, one thing they hadn't worried about is since they didn't have rain or, or trying to set their set their fields up. So it's a lot of people ready. Uh, they've been moving around these last few weeks. 
I, I know they are. Hey, listen, of course, I live on the water in coastal Mississippi, so I see boating, you know, really picking up for us this time of year. Of course, with, with uh, Labor Day weekend coming, a lot of people are going to be going to the islands, assuming the weather's cooperative. Um, I went over the weekend to visit uh, some family members. My cousin's 50th wedding anniversary was being celebrated, and we stayed with him at his lake house on Logan Martin, and um, you know, I saw the same thing I see down here all the time. Jet skis, first of all, jet skis are as fast as they've ever been. I mean, I don't know. Some of them probably go 60-plus miles per hour. And the bass boats, my goodness, man, bass boats have these you know supercharged 300s on the back of them, and they're going by at 70 miles per hour. You, you know, when you think about it, we're lucky we don't have more major accidents, aren't we? Absolutely. And it goes back to the operators just paying a little bit of attention and, and taking that little bit of more time. Uh, if they're going into a curve or, or I know they're out there enjoying themselves, but they still got to be watching and paying attention to what's going on. You know what I see a lot of, buddy? I see a lot of uh, kids on these really fast uh, jet skis. And they don't have the, the maturity or the, or the hours on the water to really appreciate how quickly it can turn south. Uh, is that a concern you have, too? Yes, sir. And that's the reason we try to do in our boating classes, try to stress to them that, you know, how much anything can happen. And if you take for granted what you got, up, that power you got under you and don't respect it, anything can happen. And, and when it does, it's a little too late. Yeah, it really is, man. There's you. You don't often get a second chance when there's a boating accident. Well, last time we talked, we, we as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, Operation Dry Water was uh, underway, and uh, that's a big effort where they check check boats during the Fourth of July weekend. Uh, how did that go? Went very well. Uh, got several BUIs in different parts of the state, and, and got some folks off the water. A lot of people. Doing the right thing, getting drivers, getting somebody else to drive their boat, which we appreciate that. That that's still accomplishing the goal. You know, some of, some of the worst accidents that have happened here in coastal Mississippi over many, many, many years. The majority of them usually involved an intoxicated driver of the boat. And gosh, that's sad to think about it because all they had to do, man, is turn turn the wheel over to someone who had not been drinking. But there's just something about boating and drinking that people think mix when it when it really doesn't mix. And you encounter this constantly, don't you? Yes, sir. But not respecting the water. I mean, it's unforgiving. Uh, just because it looks pretty and slick out there and, and people go get on a sandbar or, or get in the water and, and enjoy their beverages and stuff and don't realize all the other factors that's, that's working on them, uh, the heat, the beating around in that boat, all that matters. Okay, so look, you you guys uh, encounter someone <clears throat> who's been drinking. Uh, what's the process you go through to confirm a, a, a boating under the influence uh, violation? Well, all our officers have been certified in, in standard seated sobriety, which they can do in a boat. And if they detect what they think is a cause to go ahead and go through that process, they offer the operator to take the test. Operator doesn't have to. But if, if they so do, they get the opportunity to prove that they're not intoxicated. And then once they go through that process, if it if they fail the test, then they will take them in and, and put them on 8,000 and, and book them from there. 
Yeah, yeah, I've seen that's a situation where a boater is being escorted back to the boat launch, and uh, it's not a pleasant process, is it? No, sir. You, you, uh, just like just like hunting or anything else, the people out there enjoying themselves. They, uh, they think they uh, not bothering anybody else, but they also putting somebody in danger by taking that chance. It is, it is, it is incredible. You know, the, the thing about it is, and I guess most people with, uh, you know, they're just pure common sense that in boating, when that moment happens, it requires sometimes split second decisions. And if you're, if you're impaired in any way, it's not just alcohol, but impaired in any way, you're not able to make the right decision. And, and oftentimes, you know, rarely are boaters in the boat by themselves. So if someone's operating a boat, usually there are other people in the boat with them. And man, when you say things can turn bad rapidly, you have seen the worst, haven't you? Yes, sir. Um, and nobody realizes it until you, you, until you out there helping a small child or something, you're getting that, you know, was just out there trying to have fun and, and got caught up in an accident. Yeah, so it's a, it's a, so y'all keep a lot of stats on that. How are we doing in the state as far as boating accidents are concerned? Right now, we pretty much are average what we had the last couple of years. Um, we've had a couple of fatalities. I mean, it's, you know, it's sad to say, but it's kind of been like the same thing. Uh, a lot of people on the water. It's been super hot. So they, there, it's more people just staying on the water and it's, We've got places that we've worked real hard, and we've got officers that 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 know the people they're working with. And there's people on the sandbars that's taking people back and forth to the to the vehicles and and making sure they got somebody to drive them. So it's working. There's a there's a lot lot that goes into that, and as long as long as you do a little pre pre planning, um, that's that's the key. Um, I don't have any big drink, drinkers in my family, thank God. But when, you know, if we were to go somewhere and people have one or two, we just don't let them get back in the car and drive. We don't, we certainly don't let them drive the boat. Um, I mean, what harm does it do to be extra careful? Absolutely. So when you're teaching kids, though, how, how graphic do you get? I mean, do you share experience with them? Talk to me about that. Well, each class is different. You kind of got to go by the the youngest person that's in there. You got to teach to their level where they can understand something. And you may go into some of those stories and you get their attention that way. Uh, I don't try to go into some of the gruesome details, but at the same time, try to make them realize the consequences of, of neglecting their responsibility once they get on the bus. It's a it's a tough deal. I'm a former paramedic, so I've seen I've seen the situations like you're talking about, and um, you know so many of those so many of those were incredibly uh, preventable, and the people who were involved in those incidences they had to live with that the rest of their lives, and it's just a terribly unpleasant thing. A wonderful day on the water can turn south so fast that it make your head spin, and you have to live with the consequences the rest of your life. That's why. That's why you have to put safety first in everything that you do. Hey, when we come back on the other side, we'll continue our conversation with Major Chris Clark. He's a law enforcement manager for the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks, and we'll see you after this break.
You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi, the home of Ole Miss sports, brought to you in part by All Britain's Jewelers, Diamonds, Watches, Specialty Gifts, and more. Your family-owned full-service jewelers since 1920. Visit All Britain's Jewelry in their new location on Old Canton Road behind Highland Village. I noticed Mom hasn't been herself lately. She's been forgetful and not remembering to take her medicine. After visiting the orchard, I knew it was perfect. The orchard is Mississippi's premier continuing care retirement community, licensed in Alzheimer's and dementia care for men and and women. I know she's in good hands. It's safe, convenient, and most importantly, it feels like home. For that extra peace of mind, call the Orchard today for a tour. 601-856-2205 or go to orchardretirement.com. TrustCare is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Athletics. When you choose TrustCare for your urgent and primary care, you win. TrustCare clinics are staffed by friendly, experienced providers and open late. Walk in today or schedule your appointment at TrustCareHealth.com. TrustCare. Feel better, faster. You asked for it, and it's back exclusively from AgUp Equipment. A free rotary cutter. That's right. For a limited time, get a free rotary cutter with the purchase of any 3D or 3E John Deere compact tractor from AgUp Equipment. Plus, 0% for 84 months financing. Browse online at agup.com. Offer ends 10-27-23. Some restrictions apply. Subject to approved credit with John Deere Financial. See dealer for details. Your back-to-school ride, hunting camp, shed, and ATV trailer headquarters is Pinnacle Motors. Come check out the selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs, all with that great Pinnacle Motors price. Get your head shed for your hunting camp with a discount on all models for a limited time. And trailers to pull that newler ATV, Pinnacle Motors has those too. Pinnacle Motors, Highway 471 at the corner of Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon, or online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. That's PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Quality vehicles, affordable prices, and hunting sheds and trailers priced to move at Pinnacle Motors. When you want mouth-watering flavors, friendly service, and a menu that makes the whole family happy, you want Spillway Diner in Brandon, a hidden gem of Old Van and Road. We serve your favorite breakfast, dinner, and daily blue plate specials. From savory omelets to country fried steaks, pork chops, and the best fried chicken and catfish around, there's something for everyone, and everyone leaves satisfied. Guaranteed. Come on down to Spillway Diner off Old Bannon Road in Brandon. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook for this week's specials. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today. 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Green Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? Green, <sighs> the new degree of comfort. Want to infuse new flavor into your favorite recipes? Try Polk's Smoked Sausages or delicious ham steaks. Add Polk's Garlic and Green Onion Sausage in your spaghetti. It adds just the right amount of spicy flavor. Polk's Cajun Sausage is a family pleaser in your famous red beans and rice. Your bayou friends jambalaya is even better when you mix it with Polk's Ham and Sausage. And for Grandma's old-time chili recipe, kick it up with Polk's Original Beef or Pork Sausages. There's no buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. Trustmark is the bank that fits you to a T. You can bank right on your phone or tablet with the My Trustmark app. Our mortgage lenders will help you buy your dream two-story tutor. And Trustmark Tailored Wealth offers tried and true advice that makes transforming your future a piece of uh, toast. Nice. Trustmark. People you trust. Advice that works. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. 
Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. We live in one of the best places in America to enjoy the outdoors. So let's talk about it. It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors. Listen, I, I say it just about every week, but I love having, and not just love, I'm honored to have the opportunity to celebrate so many amazing people, both inside this Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, Parks, and outside the department. So many people who are dedicated to conservation and uh, and just enjoying the outdoors. Um, I've got some upcoming guests that you're really going to enjoy. People who have uh, who just sort of made their their way in life by by mastering the outdoors and we'll be talking more about them as we go forward but today I've, uh, in the second half of the show i've got major chris clark he's a law enforcement manager we were just talking about boating under the influence and boating safely and all of that but let's shift gears now if you don't mind chris and talk a little bit more about we've got we've got dove season about to start and and as we mentioned at the beginning of the show what a great social opportunity that is for families to come together all this all this, uh, you know, they've been doing it, passing it down from one generation to the next. Everybody coming together on that dove field. And then afterwards, cleaning the birds and cooking the birds and just enjoying time together. Um, you know, I know that dads and granddaddies and others are just preaching safety during that whole process. But let's just, you know, for people who just need a reminder, let's talk about, about hunter safety as it relates to dove season specifically. Absolutely. Biggest thing is know where it targets at. Know what's behind that target. Uh, dove hunting, you got birds that's trying to fly in. Don't shoot at a low bird. This is a great opportunity for tons of, of kids to get out with their families. They get to do a lot of shooting most of the time. And, and that's what gets them involved and makes them think that, that this, it, this is a cool thing, you know, that they want to do. But at the same time, you got to make sure what they're shooting in the right direction. They know what's around them. One thing we run across when the officers out there checking them is we'll come up and we're going to ask, uh, we're going to check the gun. Well, some people, first thing they do, they're going to check to unload their gun, but they're going to stick the barrel on the end of their foot to dig out their license. And that's the first thing we tell them, look, just hand me the gun. I'll hold it for you. Just simple things you got to think about. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's amazing. One of the things we talked about last week is that you can get excited and forget you have a, a, a shell in the chamber. I mean, you wouldn't think that that would be, you think that people would not take that chance whatsoever. But man, it happens all the time. Just not, you know, if you're going to handle that gun and you're not hunting with it, you, you got to unload it. That's the first thing you got to do is unload it. Talk a little bit more about that. Yeah, always. I mean, and a lot of the people we come up on when we go in to check them, they'll unload the gun before they hand it to us, and that's what we want. Uh, I let them unload it and hand it to us where we know it's an unloaded gun, and when I hand them back, it's the same way. I tell them right quick, don't forget, I didn't load it, so you see a bird, don't get mad at me that you didn't have a shell in it. But the other thing, too, is is those pellets are falling, so we get calls every year about that they're peppering a house or something that pellets are falling on. You got to be aware and, and be respectful to the neighbors, uh, to other people. And we hope this weekend that we won't have any issues and, and have a safe, safe weekend with it. 
So, uh, so it's kind of an all hands hit deck weekend for the department, isn't it? Yes, sir. You well, you got that going on. You got alligator season still going on, and we'll still be working water, whether anybody realizes it or not. I saw that post. A new record alligator over fifteen, uh, over fourteen feet was killed over the weekend. Man, that was a big alligator. Yes, sir. And if if you read up on it, it was actually captured, I think, in 2005, and they released it. So it amazes you how much they they grow. (laughs) Really, it really is. There's there's really no doubt about that, man. Alligators, alligator seasons and alligator management is a real, uh, one one of the real, best practices in America, the way, the way we've handled that here, having the Alligator Division of the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks, and I've enjoyed getting to know the, the efforts underway to make sure that we have that resource for, for many years to come, and people really enjoy doing that, don't they? Yes, sir. You got, I mean, it's it's kind of like the dove season. It's a lot of people that gets involved in it in a boat. Uh, everybody kind of feels like they're involved doing it. Uh, everybody wants that great big one. But it takes a while to, to get that. Um, but it's, it's good. I mean, it gets people started, get them out, outside doing something a little different. I call it kind of the changing of the year, you know, far as what we do. It's, it's always something evolving and something else for somebody to do if they want to try it. Already we're uh, getting ready for, for deer season or at least planning our work weekends and at our place, we got two new food plots we want to make. Usually, we would have already done that, but man, it's been so hot. I mean, I can't even imagine getting out there and doing work to make those food plots and as thick as it is, as hot as it is. Um, but then, then the issue is going to be is if there's too much rain, we can't get to where we want to make them. But a lot of work to do. Ordering seeds as we uh, as we speak from my friend Spike Crawford. I'm going to place that order today, for a matter of fact. And, uh, you know, it's, it's the seasonality of enjoyment of the outdoors. That's what it's all about. But listen, it's been a pleasure to catch up with my, my, my friend. Yes, sir. So this has been uh, Major Chris Clark, law enforcement manager for the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. As I always say, stay safe when you're in the outdoors. Always put safety first. God bless you, and we will see you next Monday. Talk Mississippi Media Production.